Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC talent show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Wikipedia page for Presidential Fitness Test. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. And I'm Victor Vernardo, KSN, reminding you all to subscribe and get in a fit shape. That's right, everybody. Fitness cake into my mouth. Now, we're reading this because today is, in fact, President's Day. And so we found something vaguely presidential to talk about. We won't be able to have time to read the entire article, but it is very interesting, and I recommend you check it out. All right. Did you ever do the presidential fitness test? Yes. When I was younger, I did. And I won one year. Oh, that's cool. Well, you didn't win. You just got, you know, a little seal. And was it? Did they give you a, a badge? At the, I mean, a, you got a, like a letter, right? It was right? a patch or something. And a, well, and a... You get a letter too, but yeah. like a, you also got like a like a patch or something like that. I don't remember what it was. It was it was a while ago. Was it for like? Did you get the award for a specific exercise? No, you have to do a bunch. We should read about it because it'll answer your questions. Well, it changed over time, and we won't have time to read all of those. But the presidential fitness test that you did was different than the one that I did to a certain degree, and it actually got discontinued while I was in school. But I did have to do it a bunch during elementary, and I hated it. Okay, let's read. Presidential Fitness Test. The Presidential Fitness Test was a national physical fitness testing program conducted in United States public middle and high schools from the late 1950s until 2013, when it was disbanded and replaced with the Presidential Youth Fitness Program. Thanks, Obama. Origins of the test, 1940s to 1950s. 
National interest in physical fitness testing existed in the United States since the late 1800s. Early testing generally focused on anthropometric measurement, such as lung capacity or strength assessment, and was facilitated by organizations that emerged at the time, such as the American Association for the Advancement of Physical Education, AAAPE, and the American Alliance for Health, Physical Education, Recreation, AAHPER. By the early 1900s, physical fitness testing had transitioned to focus more on the concept of physical efficiency, a term used to describe the healthy function of bodily systems. During the early 1900s, the purpose of the fitness tests shifted more toward determining motor ability and consisted of climbing, running, and jumping exercises. During and after World War I, fitness testing and physical training for children increased in schools and garnered attention from governmental agencies as they were linked to preparedness for combat. Oh, great! A similar process occurred during and after World War II when military public health and education services held conferences and published manuals on the topic of youth fitness. In the 1950s, the American government agencies were reassessing education in general, especially in regards to increasing the United States' ability to compete with the Soviet Union. For example, as a direct reaction to the Soviet Union's successful launch of the first Earth-orbiting satellite Sputnik in 1957, Congress passed the National Defense Education Act of 1958. The act allocated funding to American universities specifically aimed at improving programs in science, mathematics, and foreign languages. Physical education and fitness were also among the topics of reassessment during the 1950s. The AAPHER appointed a committee on physical education, which recommended that public schools shift their programs away from obstacle courses and boxing, the likes of which were popular during World War II, and toward a more balanced approach to recreation, including games, sports, and outdoor activities. Man, I would have loved an obstacle course. Life is an obstacle course, so you still have that. Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you try to do a bunch of pull-ups and push-ups and chin-ups as a seven-year-old. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Thank you for listening to that message, everyone. And now I would love to find out exactly what the Cross-Weber test is, because I have no idea what they're talking about. Well, unfortunately, you won't find out today because we're skipping all the way down to the impact on children. Oh, 
But like I said, there's a lot of really interesting information here, and I recommend you read it. Impact on children. Physical health impacts. While the stated goal of the presidential fitness test was focused on bettering the health of America's youth, present-day critiques of the test have brought to light the misalignment between the promises and the results. Specifically, the Presidential Youth Fitness Program has focused their energy on shifting ideas away from the measurements of athletic performance and turning toward health-related fitness. The fitness test was designed to capture best performance at core strength, aerobic capacity, upper body strength, speed and agility, and flexibility. However, the program did not provide physical education teachers with the structure to improve the performance of the children in their classes. The shift toward the fitness program is an attempt to capture the health-related fitness level of children, providing educators with the ability to improve specific areas of health. By today's standards, the fitness test did little to improve the individual and population-level youth health of America because physical fitness discipline and healthy diet are values that must be practiced in the household and not merely tested at schools in order to have a positive and lasting impact on youth health. Mental health impacts. In recent years, childhood obesity has been on a global-wide rise. Parents and doctors are very concerned by the potential effects of obesity on the future health and life quality of children. The presidential fitness test and ultimately gym class have been seen as the solution for this rise in obesity because it promotes more physical activity within school, and the hope is that it would promote that same trend outside of school. However, many of those children who have gone through these gym classes, and specifically the presidential fitness test, have provided a different perspective on the role and effectiveness of these efforts. A student who was interviewed for a study on fat phobia in physical education and attended school in the 70s and 80s stated that, quote, I think physical education was just to let kids have healthier bodies, but I think even back then there was this fat phobic attitude. I think a large part of it was trying to eradicate the fatness of kids. The other students that were interviewed for this study came to the consensus that they, quote, recalled feelings of alienation, dread, and disembodiment. They also recalled that during gym class, oftentimes they felt, quote, humiliated, vulnerable, or incompetent. Fat phobia aside, exercise is not the primary way to lose weight, and it is not the solution to ending the obesity epidemic. Like, exercise is super important for health and all that, but it's really not the solution here. Okay. Sorry, Michelle Obama. We love you, but um, that was not the right call. What was not the right call? Oh, Michelle Obama, um, she... I forget exactly what the bill was called, but she essentially did the Let's Move campaign and had Beyonce do that exercise video to promote it and basically change the standards of federal school lunch standards, which was nice in theory, didn't really work out, but also her primary campaign was to get kids to be more physically active, which, yes, super important for health, but is not the solution to America's obesity issues. I don't think she said it was the solution to America's obesity. I think she's just trying to get kids to be more physical, which sounds like a great idea. It is, it is. So why are you saying she did something bad? Well, I mean, like, the overall act that got passed had really good intentions on her part, but were not super effective. You sure about that? 
Yes. Actually, I've, I've done a lot of research on this. And I was also a kid affected by it when it was happening. Oh, I would hate to think that just because the project didn't work out the way that they wanted to, that you think that her efforts are bad. Because that's what it sounded like you said. Oh, I mean, I think she had really good intentions, but the way it panned out was, was not, it did not have the end result that everybody was hoping for. I understand that, but I think that it's a, a noble thing to try to do something because everybody, it's, it's actually a very interesting statement that I've heard before, like, everybody is always criticizing those who are trying. I'm criticizing more so the legislators who actually, like, wrote the act and the standards rather than Michelle Obama herself. She was more so the spokesperson and influence behind it all. And it gets really, really complex because of the industry and economy behind American farming practices. Listen, all I'm saying is that you didn't say that. You said Michelle Obama. And then you should know that Michelle Obama is the best thing that has ever happened to the world. Okay? I, I mean, I, I like Michelle Obama, but I don't know if I would Do not go so far as to say... Michelle Obama... On this podcast. You hear me? I hear you, but I, I think that any politician can be criticized. Oh, man, you're just such a buzzkill. Thank you. Studies have been done on programs such as Texas Fitness Now that have revealed that physical education as it exists in the United States has caused a rise in disciplinary issues in children and absences from school. This study comes to the conclusion that physical programs allow for the harassment of children who do not measure up to the physical fitness standards, and that is why so many students skip their PE classes. Rise in body image issues. Reports from recent years have shown that children as young as seven years old identify, quote, fat students at their schools as being lazier than other students, having fewer friends, and having worse relationships with their parents. Several studies have shown that the dissatisfaction that young girls have with their bodies only increases as they grow older, and these concerns begin as young as eight years old. One study reports that, quote, the number of girls who wanted to be thinner increased from 40% in grade three to 79% in grade six. This same study reports that both young girls and young boys who are overweight express the desire to be thinner at much higher rate than their thin classmates. This increase in body insecurity has been reported in multiple studies and researchers are worried that this trend will raise the risk of children developing eating disorders and depression. Effects on definitions of childhood. The presidential fitness test began with the narrative that American had gone soft and needed to toughen up in order to prepare for a potential war. Since then, this narrative has taken on new forms under different presidents. After 9-11, childhood obesity entered the public forum as a question of the terror within America and the seeds of destruction of the society. Many researchers believe that the driving force underneath the physical education programs of the United States have consisted of the drive to create the, quote, perfect soldier. Studies have been done on how this narrative has created a childhood that is focused only on creating the perfect soldier for times of threat. There is a consensus among researchers from these studies that this level of fear in citizens has created a culture of health tracking that relies on, quote, greater surveillance and restriction of individual bodies. 
Teachers have argued that this approach to physical education has created unhealthy relationships with exercise and activity. Physical educators that were involved in the Texas Fitness claimed that the program failed because it did not take a holistic approach to children's health. It focused too much on attaining skills instead of exercising for the sake of exercise. And these teachers emphasized that, quote, research shows that people can get a good workout even when walking. And the more important thing is to create a healthy relationship with exercise that can last for decades. I agree. And that's where we're going to end it for today. Wunderbar. Oh, by the way, I also uh, fixed that typo earlier. Congratulations. We love it. Well, you know, I'm just using my ability to edit Wikipedia for good. Thank you for your service. Last edited just now by Victor Varnow. It says it on the bottom now. Wow. I'm going to refresh it and take a look. Let's see. I see it. Last edited. There you go, guys. I did it. I never came close to um, doing well on the presidential fitness testing. That is not a surprise. Yeah. Although nowadays I've trained a lot more and um, I can do push-ups and pull-ups and chin-ups. Okay. Great job. I thought this was a very interesting article. Happy President's Day. Um, Sorry you had to go to work, but the bank was closed. This has been the Wikipedia page for Presidential Fitness Test. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten. Except for X, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. Check us out on YouTube for more content. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button like you're going to smash those exercise results. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We will read it. 